2: It's only films to be buried with. Hello and welcome to Films To Be Buried With. My name is Brett Goldstein. I am a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a marionette and I love films. As Claude Monet once said, My wish is to stay always like this, living quietly in a corner of nature, watching School of Rock on heavy, heavy rotation. Beautiful idea from Claude Monet there. Every week I invite a special guest over, I tell them they've died, then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. If you've never heard the show, check out the back catalogue. I've got Jamelia Jamil, I've got Ricky Gervais, I've got January Jones, I've got Asim Chowdhury, I've got James McNicholas, I've got got guests coming out my ears. This week, my special guest is the one and only Mr Jamie Demetriou. Get your tickets for tonight's films to be buried with live at the BFI. That is August the 15th. I don't know when you're listening to this, you've probably missed it, you animals. But if you're still around, there's a couple of tickets left for tonight. It is with the incredible writer and star of Game Face, one of my favourites, Roisin Conaty. Tickets are on the BFI website. Get hold of them quick. And if you do enjoy this podcast and you want to support it and get more content, please come and join me over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein, where you'll get extra guest questions for most episodes. You'll get some videos, put some videos up this week. You get some guest list tickets, you get recommendations, you get all sorts of stuff. This week, there is a full 25 minutes of extra chat with Jamie, where we discuss Paul Thomas Anderson movies, we talk about whiplash, we talk about all sorts of shit. You'll love it. And remember, best of all, if you do become a Patreon member, not only do you get lots of extra good stuff, you don't even have to hear this bit about becoming a Patreon member. You get the whole episode completely unencumbered by ads and me talking about becoming an effing Patreon member. So give it a look over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein. Thank you very much. So, here we go. Jamie Demetriou is an actor, writer and very funny character comedian. He is just about to release the second series of the excellent Staff Let's Flats, which starts on Monday the 19th of August at 10pm on Channel 4. If you've not seen the show, it is very funny and you need to get on board so that you're not left behind feeling like an absolute tool. Jamie came over a few months ago to record this, but I've been holding on to it for the release of his show. It's quite a big deal because he doesn't do a lot of podcasts and he rarely performs as himself, rarely turns up and speaks to himself. We had such a laugh. You are absolutely going to love it. So anyway, that is it for now. I very much hope you enjoy episode 57 of Films To Be Buried With. Hello and welcome to Films To Be Buried With. My name is Brett Goldstein and I am your host. I am joined today by an incredible guest. He is an actor, a writer a sketch comedian, a singer, a bad estate agent, fictional, and a Channel 4 sitcom superstar, please welcome to the show the one and only Mr. <laughs> Jamie Dimitri yes. Sitcom superstar was
0: Here he is. my favourite. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for saying I'm a sitcom superstar. You are. You forgot to mention uh, Brett Goldstein, sort mm. of equal Brett Goldstein, look-alike? Well, look-alike, yeah. yeah. Equal, sounded, equal makes me think I'm equal, as good I'm, as you. No, I'm equal,
2: not. I'm absolutely flattered to be. No, 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 no. Well, maybe
0: Brett Goldstein w- wishes he was... I wish I was a British. I wish I were Jamie Dimitri well, then, And that's it. how we equal out. <laughs> I, feel, I keep forgetting which one I am.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a similar look, if I may. Yeah, just ambiguous... And... Uh, um,
0: yeah, Europe. where are they
2: from? Yeah, what what's wrong with them? And are we safe with them? That I think I'm the... on the
0: lower end. I think if if people were to be like, what's the difference between the two of them? They'd be like, Brett's the. I don't want to be mean about Jamie, but Brett is, and you know where that sentence goes.
2: I think the end of that Brett sentence, is... Jamie's the one I feel safer alone in a room with. <laughs> oh, God, I was going to say Brett can wear a
0: leather jacket exactly, and Jamie can't. <laughs> you got. I I wouldn't look confident in a leather jacket in the way you do. I feel like your leather right. jacket
2: grew out off, of me, out of you. Yeah, yeah. It's made of my own skin. Yeah. yeah,
0: it started at your cuffs and it sort of grew back onto your body. Yeah. Wherein- I don't know if I mean that.
2: You imagine shaved, if I did mean that. You shaved a leather jacket off someone else and then put it on <laughs> and then felt weird in it. Yeah. 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 Exactly that. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for coming to uh, my place. Very nice love to come podcast, this way, mate. Uh, nice of you to say so uh, I love your sitcom Let's Flats Yeah A good title for a sitcom It's very funny Proper like Joke jokes Character funny 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 Thanks man Made me laugh And I was on my own And laughed And that's powerful stuff Oh really That's so, yeah, nice yeah.
0: yeah I always feel like I'm going mad When I'm on my own And I'm laughing I don't think I do Do that that often
2: Yeah it is actually Rare to laugh Alone in your house
0: I'll occasionally do One big clap <laughs> With a very straight face <laughs> uh, yeah appreciated yeah I do I really appreciate that thanks very much mate it was very hard sure and was. My, i was very sad for a long time writing it
2: right that's the that's comedy that's comedy uh did you feel any joy during the production shoot this shooting with six of the best
0: um weeks I've ever had and I've had shitloads of You've had weeks. some good weeks.
2: I've seen your Instagram. Oh, not good weeks, just weeks.
0: Uh, right. <laughs> um, uh, I, oh, right. Yeah, they're, they're, the good ones are few and far, but uh, yeah, the shooting, it was amazing and weirdly made it feel worth... Did it make it feel worthwhile? I don't know if five and a half years of misery mm. is... It, if six weeks can make that worthwhile.
2: I did... uh, uh, <laughs> uh When we made Super <laughs> Bowl that was sentence. basically five... Five years altogether, and and the shoot was the best time of my life, but the shoot was 18 days. So it was 18 days out of five years, and you think, was it? Is that balance right, that ratio? Right, and is the euphoria coming from the fact that you know you're nearing the end of the horrible
0: time? It's because it's the closest time to the end of making it.
2: (laughs) No, I think it's because you're finally fucking doing this thing that you've been trying to do forever, and you never... Right. I certainly think, you must have had this, if you were five years in development with that, Mm. just... So many times of like, well, this is never going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I this wrote it off after a year happen. and a half.
0: But it does sort of, when you really think about it, it does make the joy of doing it irrelevant. When you're like, well, I need to not do that again. Be miserable for that long. No way. <laughs> what, the six weeks of happiness? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I, I've got uh, a film in very, very early development. Mm-hmm. And I... Out in 2023? Oh, my God. No, in, in my 2023? head, I have... Uh, well, I started staff. When I was 24, mm-hmm. and I wrapped two days before I was 30. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and so I, I started properly thinking about doing this film and talking to uh, you know people who can make it around 30. And I'm thinking, realistically, if I set my sights any sooner than 40, I'm going to be very upset. I think, for, I think I'll be 40 when I make it, and yeah. the character won't
2: work anymore. Um, I'd love to reassure you that that's not the case, but I think that's a reasonable way.
0: Yeah, I think I think tenure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think tenure. Is... T- I've made I made a
0: short film of it, and that is okay. enough
2: for me. Is that the car? You went, you taking yes. the car? Yeah, great short
0: film. Thanks, ma'am.
2: Available on Sky Arts.
0: It's actually on YouTube. It's Thanks, available guys. on YouTube. I went to look at a camera, but there isn't one. But there is one. There is one. Brett's filming me.
2: <laughs> I didn't tell him that, he's just yeah. seen the camera, he's yeah. always filming. The little uh, teddy bear eye. <laughs> uh, and you are, you can say this now, I believe this will come out after you've announced it, you're making A Series 2. S2. Which will S- be less than five years in the making. Yeah, that's
0: been a nice process, knowing that it's nearby, but it's also worrying, because it's like, does it, you know... If anyone liked it, did they like it because it took five and a half years (laughs) to
2: make? Because of all the suffering. Right. I mean,
0: the second album thing, are are there any... There are loads of second albums that are better than the first one, aren't
2: there? there... What's a good second series? I think most sitcoms, second series is the best series. Really? Yeah, because the hardest thing is building your world, and you've built your world. Then second series is like, oh, we've got the world, now we can play with the characters and have some fun. And then after that, it becomes two-dimensional and it always loses its way but second series right, is yeah. strong.
0: Parks and Rec I think three and four
2: pretty good. Yeah. Two, three, four are good. Red Dwarf first series finding its feet second series. It's not a reference confident. I would jump to. I don't really. I'm so not, not, I'm not a dwarf, I'm not a dwarf guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of sitcoms that were funny. Wait wait. The Office
0: I think they're evenly good. Yeah that's true. Partridge right. I'm a Partridge which I guess you can't really call Series one and two, because so much have gone before. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're equally good. But I only found out, like, a couple of years ago, that the general consensus, I think among the people who made it as well, is that they shouldn't have done a second series. Oh, really? So I find very weird, because I think a lot of the best stuff is in series two. Yeah. And that's films for you. That's And this is a chat about films. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're making stuff, stuff, the yeah, so last two, stuff, but stuff. In, in, in a fifth of the time you made the last series. Yeah. So it will be rushed and yeah.
0: on the cuff. And but ba- we're, we're looking for it to be bad, but not shit. Yeah, just like crap. Great right. if it's just crap. I mean, I have no sense. Do you have no more good. confidence in it now? Now you less
2: really got less confidence.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I'm basically as confident as I am near to the last person who complimented it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you were just quite nice about it. Yeah. So I'm, I've boost. got a little spring in my step. You can see my foots waggling. <laughs> I'm pooing on your couch <laughs> lovely but yeah I'm. my head goes yeah there was that bit that you think is really bad I'll mm. go yeah you're right it was the worst
2: show i made
0: <laughs> what about that line that you don't like in it
2: I yeah mean, god yeah I forgot it is we should burn every copy yeah it does stink I haven't watched it for so long did you watch it again too, before you started writing or have you left
0: it well I started writing so soon after oh, okay. after it went out one more
2: question about the joy of it, please. Which was so minimal uh, when you, so you made, <laughs> six weeks of shooting was. Everyone fun. involved in it is going to listen to this. I really you loved the shoot.
0: I, 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 I will. Okay, positives. Yeah, I think I love the cast yeah. and the crew and everyone involved in making it. Producers, director, so much. I was very, very, very happy that we got to cast the people that we did. Yeah, that is one thing that I stand by with it. Is I think it's yes. got. a... Really good cast. I just think that everyone is brilliant and I'm
2: impressed by everyone in it. It's a proper ensemble. That's the other thing. It's great. Every character is funny.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Well, yeah, well done to them. They they really are in their own right. They're all people that I just want to see on TV Mm. and want to see do stuff and want to see them do the stuff that I've seen them do, that they've come up with themselves. Like Al Roberts, for example, who plays Al opposite me, is, you know... I saw him in my first year at the Fringe and I lost my mind. I thought he was the funniest. He was doing footlights and I thought he was the funniest people I'd ever seen in my life. And I've just been waiting since to see him in a a role that I thought was worthy of him. And that's why the character's called Al.
2: That's nice, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, not that I was the person to do it. I just was like, I want. I I give him a lot. I like him to do his own thing in it. So, yeah.
2: And when it came out, mm. and it did well, I believe it did well enough to get your second season. All right, isn't it?
0: I mean, it was it went out during Love Island and the World Cup and the summer. Yes. And as a result, a nerve breakdown. <laughs> um, so I think fourteen people saw it, yeah. but I only knew like twelve of them. Yeah. There were two strangers, and they yeah I've seen. them. <laughs> I'm stalking them weirdly.
2: Tell me what ever <laughs> bit did you like. <laughs> Yeah. Chasing people off the bus who'd stopped to say hello. Yeah. Did you see all of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Why did you stop watching after yeah. five? I just haven't got round to it. It's in my skybox.
0: I do get, when people do come up to me, I do get sometimes, like, just completely unwelcome. Just like, I saw your show. I saw your show. And you go, uh, "Yeah, go on. And they go, uh, it grew on me. Oh, God. I like episode four. God. You're like, all right. Thank you. Thanks for sticking with it when you clearly didn't like three Yeah. Cheers for, and what was happening when you came up to me there? <laughs> Everyone's okay. just assuming yeah. you want to know everything in the world. But it's fine. But the people who have been lovely and are listening to this, thanks so much. It genuinely. Like I said, if someone comes up to me and says they really like it, I get to like it for about ten minutes. You get to like
2: episode four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loathe every other one. I'm like, you're right. Every other one has ruined Telly. Shit. So you might, you're going to make a film? Do you like films? You're a film guy. Yeah. I I, I think I, I was obsessed growing up, mm-hmm. like
0: big Empire collector. Since yeah. I was like seven, my pocket money m- might as well have been called Video Viking money. So I used to go to uh, my video, my local video shop it was called Video Viking, and it would—it was just no question to me that that's what it would be spent on, and I would just hire anything. Yeah, just I wanted to see everything. I've watched so much telly, but I think the more I get into doing it for a living, the less I find it easy to concentrate, uh, especially when watching stuff at home. Like when I go, to, a lot of the time I'll go to the cinema to unblock writer's block. So yeah. I just end up missing the film because I, I felt Because you don't have ideas while you're yes, watching it. Yes, I'll be, I'll be watching. It's like, I don't know if you have this, but I find it's so much easier to write or just do anything when I'm not supposed to be doing it. It was yeah. like at uni, I could never write an essay. But then if everyone was going on a big night out, I'd be like, I'm going to stay and do this. <laughs> it's like whatever the cheekiest thing you can be
2: doing, I'll my brain there. will make me do it. You're going out on pills? I've just written an essay. Mate. <laughs> so you're oh, fuck, I'm fucked from last night, mate. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, yeah, 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 yeah. So I go to the cinema and I just spend the whole time like, he does let the flat, which is the outcome of every episode. A lot of people are like, when is he going to let a flat? I'm like, he does. He always does. Because the joke of the show is, you'd be mad to not be able to let a flat because all you have to do is just point at a flat. It's got nothing to do with you. Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> not selling that. We're talking films. Yeah. I love films. Yeah. But I, I do still, I, I keep a log of every film I see, write every single one down. Do Interesting. Um, in my tr- uh, In the back of my diary. Right. Number them. Try and to, see. To, to, I think anyone who, well, I often talk to people about films and they going. I wish I knew every film I'd ever seen. Yeah. Like, I could list, I wish I knew how many films I'd seen. And I was like, oh, I should start. So like six years ago, I started writing every single one down. How many have you watched in the last six years? I tend to see... It's dwindled. This is how I know I, I, I see less. I right. think it was around... I see new films, this is. Yeah. As in the ones I haven't seen before. I probably see about 110 a year. Something yeah. like that. Uh, and now it's around 60-something. Mm. Which is alright. Not bad. Think about the weeks like one... Just over one a week. Yeah. But I... Uh, yeah, I still love it. But I do find that... I find myself waiting for the sort of November to February period now, where yeah, they're all the good ones. Where they're all the good ones. Although this year I'm not that taken. If I'm honest, it hasn't could. been my favourite year. Don't know if this will go out this year. I'm talking about <laughs> the beginning of 2019 <laughs> and the 2018. I mean, from the, I mean, I'm going to put it in now. I am not. I never myself in stuff. So yeah. if my dulcet tones make people want to hit themselves in the head with a spade, mm. uh, just feel free to turn it off. You won't,
2: I won't be offended. Uh, I, w- I personally will be, as the guy who's podcast it, I'd be annoyed if you turned it off. <laughs> All right, of, don't turn it of off. Because it's fucking if you're not t- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, I, I'm, I... Listen, I wasn't going to draw attention to it, but actually, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big deal because uh, Jamie Dimitri, much like when I had Brian Gittins on, very rarely appears as himself, and it's a real honour that you have. And you're oh, doing so well. Thanks, I'm scared.
0: But I, I do... Uh, no, I've done it a few times myself, but I'm technically not myself because I'm a puddle of of scared on the yeah. chair, whereas I feel quite chill.
2: Oh! Oh, I've forgotten to tell you. What's happened? Oh, fuck. Oh, I should have told do you when I, you got
0: here. Do you want to turn the thing off and tell me? Oh, God. Do you want to turn it
2: off? No, I may as well keep recording. Uh, oh, God. 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 I should have told you when you What's got here. It? It's oh, yeah. so bad. Oh, my I think you're going to be... Oh God, I don't well, know I'm again. glad it's you that's telling me, because, you know... God, I'm so sorry. I'll just say it. I guess I'll just say it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know how to word it. Oh, he's on the floor. Uh, I haven't really even like put it into before. a sentence. Well, just... I just, guess I'm just going to say it. Don't take You, uh, you, you died. You died. Excuse. <laughs> you died. I'm so sorry. How did you die?
0: Oh, um... Well, everyone was uh, smashing around, and I got caught up in it.
2: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you mean? Everyone I'm was, whacking around, I was just whacking around.
0: Everyone was whacking around, and it was a big hubbub, yeah. and it nicked my head. What were they whacking? I I got my, it nicked
2: my... You got killed in a hammer?
0: Well, someone tweeted, someone tweeted something and everyone got, it was, there was a tweet storm. Everyone was up in arms about the tweet and they were smashing around because everyone was so unhappy about the tweet. Yeah. And And I went out to see what was going on and I got got caught and someone nicked my head.
2: Oh God.
0: And yeah. Just out. It wasn't my tweet. No, I don't know what it was about. oh God. But I, I get it. When someone tweets something that isn't something that I think, I'm like, come on. Yeah. What about tweeting something that I, what, that I agree with? You, yeah. And then I get out and I... Sm- you start whacking yeah. around.
2: Yeah, but I, this, I, I wasn't aware of this, so yeah. Got it. You hadn't checked Twitter that hour? Yeah. So you're just like, what's all the hubbub? <laughs> you went outside and got with people whacking around. Yes, and what happened, to, what happened
0: to my head? Nicked. Someone nicked me in the head with their You were nicked. Someone was head. swinging their hubbub, their yeah, the whack it smashing around, and I nicked oh, my head.
2: What a hullabaloo. Killed by a hullabaloo. Yeah. Okay. Wow! Fucking hell, that's.
0: I agree. I stand. I I get it though. Don't tweet if you're not tweeting what everyone <laughs> thinks.
2: Come on, guys. What?
0: Make sure everyone agrees, and then let's get it out of there. Yeah. And I, unless I
2: unless you Unless you want random deaths like this one. Yes. Are you uh, scared of death?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you not?
2: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's not to be scared of? Some people aren't scared of it, or they don't think about it. What religious men? Uh, no, I think religious people are scared of it because a lot of
0: oh, hence the religion. Yeah, the
2: yeah, why they have. I better, be, I better be good.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I kind of, I worry about talking about this because I might not be able to think about films. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I am dead, so what's there to be scared of? Yeah, Apparently, yeah. death just looks like a, a, a chilled-out dude's living room filled with film posters and a couple of glasses of water.
2: What's the... What, what do you think about it? That like a lot?
0: I try not to, Brett. I, I feel like i'm thinking about it quite a lot now <laughs> considering i am dead yeah well i always knew that when i died i'd go all right let's get this film podcast done yeah. and, then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah i'll yeah. settle into death yeah it's, I've got it's, one last
2: it's, thing to do <laughs> or one what? first thing to what? do put your affairs in order and tell your family you love them no no i promised Brett i'd do his podcast but wait but i've already died yeah yeah
0: no one's getting their
2: affairs in order once they're dead they, well, it, they're going straight to the film podcast. Yeah, thank you. This is the front door to yeah. the to death. Yeah, so, uh, you worry about death, but you don't have to think about it. I
0: think, right, I'm going to try and say this without thinking about it. Okay. I think the big realisation, mm-hmm. oh God, I mean, almost definitely cut this because it's a bleak thing to talk about, is I always considered the idea, like, uh, you know, I'm considering myself agnostic, like I don't know, mm-hmm. but I assume there's nothing after. and mm-hmm. when And when nothing, when Do you really can conceive of the idea of nothingness. Yeah, Because when you think of nothingness, you think of like a dark room, mm-hmm. like you're sat in like a solitary confinement or something. Yeah. Like, oh crap, I can't see anything. But not- it's like, no, not even that. It's nothing. No- the idea of nothing is like minus. The- when I realised that, I mean, I- let's just say I don't have testicles anymore because I thought that once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's where they went.
0: Yeah. All eunuchs had that thought.
2: <laughs> you know, I might have said this before. I fuck knows. You know this? Have you seen Gravity? Yes. You know the bit where Sandra Bullock gets sort of pushed and she starts spinning That's through space right, and just yeah. goes on and on. And if no one gets to her, she's just going to be yeah, spinning yeah, for eternity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what how I visualise the fear of nothingness. It's just right. spinning in a. But isn't black. that
0: somethingness though? Because spinning is something. Yeah, yeah. It's like the that to me is like oh, God, whereas nothingness is like, there's no, oh, God, to be said, because yeah. you're just like, you're not even, you're, you can't no. even, you're not like anything. It's just, and this is why, this is why we should be talking about it, because the Pan's Labyrinth poster in your room is starting to look so much more terrifying. <laughs> I wouldn't no. mind if this was what death was. No. Imagine if that was a universal thing. When you die, you go to comedian Brett Goldstein's mm-hmm. living room, and there's... Enough films in here to last you maybe two months, if you were to watch them consistently. Yeah, that's what you were do. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. that
2: you and Paulie from The Sopranos, or is that just Paulie from The Sopranos? It's Paulie from The Sopranos signed uh, to my auntie Andy. Ooh, rooftops, lovely, well done. Shout out! I think me. it said... and no, it's all the Sopranos, and, and I think it actually says from Pussy Pussy Papacera. Does he not know? Does Paulie not know who, whose character is? <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> That's so funny. He's I feel like then
0: those guys aren't a hundred percent engaged in what they're doing. So I'm I mean, also like Tony <laughs> Steins it like, yeah, from the gangster
2: character. <laughs> I also wasn't there when that that was given, and it may have just been a random Italian American that my auntie approached, right, 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 with yeah. a photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, I'm pussy. Uh,
0: what's the significance of that tennis ball? Was that um, from the
2: Wimbledon film?
0: Yeah, that's
2: when I had Paul Bettany on.
0: And this carpet in the room is th- yeah. this from the carpet from um, Notting Hill?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the carpet that Rissier fans comes sure. in naked. Ah, from. yes. And that no. doorknob, that yeah, I yeah. assume
0: is from Tyrannosaur by Paddy Considine. No,
2: but it's close. It's from Journeyman by Paddy Considine. <laughs> it's the door handle that he... I knew that was yeah, a Paddy Considine He had his fingerprints on it, you could tell. Um, <laughs> this is a good game. Hey, I've got good news for you. What? There isn't nothingness. Well... What is there? There's a heaven. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, it's quite nice, That's... if you like
0: that sort of thing. Um, yeah. All you right. into that? What, am I into there being a heaven?
2: Yeah. I'd love that. All right, great. Well, good news, it's true. Yeah. And there's lots of people there. They're all fans of all six episodes of Stas. Fast. <laughs> Absolutely not the case. They watch them all day no one. No way. No
0: way. People Immediately think, tweeted. People think the first one's too hectic. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching the first one up in heaven. They want to relax. No, they don't episode want to see 4 is a around.
2: classic. We're all agreed. <laughs> no, everyone People loves that's it. That's too unlikable
0: in episode 1 up in heaven. And but they don't want that up in
2: heaven. They love 1 to 6. And they're very excited about season right. 2. Uh, even though they're never get to see it because you died. But you're going to tell them what what the stories were. And it's going to be even better just getting it live. Anyway, the point is what they really <laughs> want to talk to you about in mm-hmm. heaven mm-hmm. is your life, but through films. Can you imagine that?
0: What a bunch of legends. Yeah. Thank you.
2: And the first thing they want to know is what's the first film you remember seeing? And was it at Video Vikings? This is this it's annoying that this is the first one,
0: because I, I don't it's the only one that I
2: don't have a definite answer for. Do you have a definite do you know the definitely know the first film you saw? I've really been thinking about it and I think I do, but but yeah, it's possible that there was you know i was really yeah. free. But, my, your...
0: but i think you know these things cuz your parents tell you yeah. and my parents don't remember anything about me when i was a kid when i asked them what my what my first word was they it's not even like oh sorry jay it's just like i don't know <laughs> i don't we were there <laughs> there's not i'm so sentimental about stuff like that I'm like, yeah, i like, i something i have a vague memory of being stood outside the Odeon Barnet and seeing the little mermaid poster yeah. out front yeah. But I can't remember if I was going in to see it or I just saw that poster. I can't remember being in the fil- in the cinema watching it or not, which is really annoying, but I think it was that. The earliest memory I have of watching like a film film that wasn't yeah. like a kid's film is uh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, yeah. I remember going to my cousin's house in Nottingham and repeatedly... and always asking to watch that and being like, this is the funniest, maddest thing ever. It's like, it's quite... It's quite scary in a weird way, because he's dead, yeah. so, it's, I mean, he's so, like, there's no, he has no control. And it's no, like, ba- he's got no boundaries. Yeah, it's like a gritty British version of The Mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, the sort of The Mask, is like everything's sort of under control, I think, because he's got his catchphrases and stuff. It's like, you know where you are, but yeah. Rick Mail is, I mean, he could sort of, like, smash your TV screen through, yeah. come into your living room and, like, rub his ass on your face. Like, then you feel like it, he could do anything. That's so true. Because it's all about... That film's all about not losing that, like, mad side of yourself as a kid. But not mad as in, like, cheeky. Mad as in, like, if you were to apply the things that a kid did to an adult, it would be quite upsetting.
2: Yeah. That's such a good uh, reference. Like, the mask, the difference in the mask is he would slide down a banister and, like jump off in a cool way, drop dead friendly, yeah. slide down the balance and knock his testicles on the end of it. Yeah, and then, and then maybe then, like, they'd come off and he'd and have to cute. put them back on,
0: sort of thing. And you'd yeah. probably see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's amazing in that yeah. film. Just, like, such a force of whatever he is. Proper chaos. Yeah. But that, that to me, and I remember, I remember it because there was a lot of... I think it's... I think I probably spent a lot of my younger years wanting to be cool and have seen things before people. And I yeah. think that was probably the first example. I remember going to school and being like, it was a 15 as well, which is a huge deal. Because yeah. I was probably like, fourteen. I was, I mean, God, when would that have been? I mean, I was, like, I know, I think I may have been like seven or something. I'm yeah. 31, but I, I remember being at school and being like, I've seen drop dead Fred actually at the end of the day, <laughs> cutting a long story short. So whatever, make it that what you will. And I remember a boy in my class going, no, you haven't, because I saw it at my cousin's house. <laughs> and I was actually, as well as being a sheriff, I was very sensitive. So I was like, yeah. actually, no, you're right. If you, if that's the case, then there's no way I've seen it. Uh, yeah. That boy now, uh, I think, is in jail. So fair enough. That's what you get for being a like, asshole to me. I think he stole a load of cars. Is
2: that true?
0: Yeah. Can't find him on Facebook. No, so I assume. True, yeah. 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 Or on any sort of social media. I've mm. trawled, mate. Want to see if, uh, want to see if Drop Dead Fred's in his list of favourites and if he has actually seen it. The prick. <laughs> he uses that as his headshot. But yeah, those are my. I think those are my first ones. So you I mean, saw like,
2: that on telly. No,
0: I saw my. They had it on video. It was uh-huh. like one of their. You know when you used to go to someone's house as a kid and there was nothing to do because there's no like games console yeah. or anything. And you're sort of sick of just playing generic playing. Like, let's play. Do you remember playing? It was just nothing. Yeah. What was? It was it? Just like. <laughs> Just sort of running around and laughing. Okay, what do you want? No, what do you want to play? Um oh, well come on, you know the one. And then you just sort of run around and go, <laughs> No, and no, but I'm the mum. I'm the mum. And that's no, but that's home, and that's home, that's home, that's home. And then I've put this on my head and ask, No, but this toy's gonna die, watch ah! and you're like, what wait Wait, what are we doing?
2: <laughs> what is the premise
0: yeah. of this play? Yeah, okay, what films do you have? And they go <laughs> Uh, and there's one. There'll be one weird one. you are like, what, Like, well, I've got a um, Mother Goose's football, like, all right?" Uh, and then there's like a home video, right? Like, uh, or, or like one of the, the dad's video. So he's got like, he's got like quadrupedia or something. Yeah, and, and like, Rambo. Yeah, and it's terror. And you're like, <laughs> "They're smoking? No, <laughs> they're smoking on the cover. No." Um, and then the other one, well, the last one, will be like. Drop Dead Fred and it like silly for a silly man on the front cover, so we'd watch that. But yeah, I mean there were there were films like I'd watch obsessively as a kid, and I can't work out whether it was because like Home Alone, fanatically obsessed, right? Like I just what I just watch it just with my tongue out for like fifty hours and then go to sleep and then another fifty hours. Mm. Loved that. I remember I remember being so taken by the Lion King trailer that before it had come out, I had a Lion King themed party. <laughs> I didn't even know if the film was good. I was like, "Get me all the merch." We're all dressing as animals from Lion King because it is going to be the best film. And then, I, and then I went to see it yeah. like two weeks later, and I was just nodded the whole way through, like, "Yep, it is the best film I've ever seen."
2: <laughs> Such an
0: idiot!
2: I called it at my party like that. two weeks ago.
0: Yep, it's as good as I thought it would be. Brilliant! I'm glad I got all this just carrying on my Lion King pencil cases <laughs> and bent pencils inside. Like yes. <laughs> What's the film that scared you the most? As a kid, mm-hmm. I just rejected being scared as a thing. I was never like a daredevil in that sense. I never, I was never excited by the prospect of being scared. Right, it's like being scared is a bad thing. Like okay. people would be like in the playground, like I'm having a oh you know I'm having my sleep. it was all it all started with sleepovers, didn't it? Yeah, people so like, were going to have a sleepover and we watch a scary film. And there'd be, and some would be like, we're going to watch The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And they would be like, oh, my God. And like, whispering about it in the playground. It's like, well, the teacher's going to give you a detention. Because at home, you're going to watch a film. Yeah. It. It's an 18, you know, it's an 18. I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come. <laughs> like, equally, like, suspect. Like, no. Nah, like, it was cool. I'm actually not going to. Yeah, like, it's yeah. cool. I'm not going to come to that because it sounds so scary. <laughs>
2: hey, guys, guys, yeah. not for me. Yeah.
0: Cause that's gonna like how made me so scared. So, probably not, man. All right, nice one. Put my shades on, a f- on and leave. Uh, but yeah, that it's an eighteen. Well, there's no way I can watch that because I'm ten, and I I'm going to obey the rules here. I saw a dropped dead friend when I was too young, and it's kept me <laughs> up for life. I remember asking my friend Patrick what he was going to watch at the sleepover to be like, "We're not watching it. Scary, are we? Because if not, if we are, I won't come. So That would be annoying for me because we say so, I'll be terrified." And I'm the one who doesn't like nightmares. Why does everyone like nightmares? And he's like, no, no, no. And I got there. And uh, the dad was like, kids, guess what we're watching? And pulled out The Exorcist. I think we were 11. And I was like, oh. In fact, I do remember at another party, someone saying we're going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. And I went home.
2: <laughs> I think it's interesting that ball. you're, but you were like brave enough. I think that was very brave. Oh, I was, I think probably oh, I probably, in here. that instance,
0: I think I made an excuse and left. I was like, oh, I forgot my, because well, I mean, what do you have on at the age of like 12? Like, oh, God, no, yeah. My, wife, so my mum's at home and she's so nice. And I love spending time with her. So I've probably got to see her this evening. Oh, Christ. i probably got to, because oh, if I'm here, that means I won't be having as nice a time as I'll be having with my mum. All right, I'm going to go home. I'd need to go... Yeah, that's this evening as well that i do that, and every other evening. Um, (laughs) So, wait. So there was that, but then they whipped out The Exorcist, and I was like, I can't do that again, because I think I've been really taking the piss out of. Mm -hmm. And I... They watched The Exorcist, and I sat with my back to the screen for the whole thing. So you heard The Exorcist. What do you think of me, Brett, after all this? I'm hearing what
2: I'm saying, and I sound like... A wet nothing. No, listen, what I think is impressive and where I don't understand, like, from the difference between our chances and maybe, is it, it, it takes some balls to not go along with what everyone was doing. To go, I'm going home. No, I'm not coming to your horror thing. I'd be like, who's this fucking tough guy?
0: I think you're picturing a straighter spine. Mm-hmm. I was. It was very much like I would, like a puddle of water... It would that, and the house is on a slant, and I, the water would just—I just sort it's of like up. dribble out of.
2: The house. So no one would notice. Yeah, was Jamie sort, ever here. It
0: was like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was about six foot fifteen
2: when I was oh, really? when I was that age, so it was
0: definitely noticeable, <laughs> and my nose was most of that. <laughs> ah,
2: so you have not seen a scary film? No, or? so I oh, have. Yeah, right. I so, uh,
0: I think the Witches used to really scare oh, me. Oh yeah. And I think that that's probably because it wasn't like an 18 or anything, so it was one that I would have watched. And I think that that... It would probably scare me till today.
2: Yeah.
0: Because I think that I came to learn that those films that I didn't want to watch probably wouldn't have scared me because gore just does absolutely nothing for me. I don't receive it when I watch it. I just don't... It doesn't... More often than not, because I don't really care about the characters, I kind of think that, like existential crises scare me more. So like in the witches is that it's like the boy turning into a a mouse or rat, and and just, it's like, Oh God, that is hell. Yeah. And it's that thing of there being no, and and the girl getting trapped in the picture and, and the family don't know where she's gone and she's just in the picture. And it's that, it's that voicelessness that always scared me so much. And I think that... And I'm so influenced by it. Like that short film, the one I'm trying to make, it's about a guy turning yeah. into a car. Yeah. It's, it's, all the it's all about that. It's It's all about a really horrible thing happening and you're going like, oh, come on, someone be sympathetic about this. Yeah. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Why isn't anyone saying anything about it? Uh, yeah, and it's like... She's so close to being fine because if they were to see her in the picture, then yeah. maybe they could get her out. And that used to ruin me. I'd be like, I, I, I couldn't think about it. Mm. I couldn't think about it. But more recently, I, I was sort of delighted to have a cinema experience where I was like, that officially terrified me. Yeah. In Suspiria. yeah. I was contorting. I was so scared. Great. I was so happy to be so affected by something. Do you the know new what I mean? one we're talking about. Remote, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I haven't seen the original, which I I'm sure it. is sacrilege. But I like. I I thought it was one of the best things I've ever seen. It's been a bit
2: panned, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's a real, like, you're either going to love it or not, because it's mad. I went but to see it with it. my friend Phoebe in yes. uh, uh
0: in the Vista in LA, mm-hmm. and it finished, and she went, what do you think? And I screamed. It, I was so on edge that just someone, a woman especially, talking to me, I was like, I just like, I like jerked and like kicked the chair. Oh no, wait, I, I remember jerking. When, I remember being absolutely. Oh wait, terrified I, hit, she said I was, it. Hang on, she's but dead. But then I went into the toilet and someone like slammed a cubicle door and I hang like up. headbutted the wall. I was so on edge for ages and terrified that I was going to have nightmares. It was brilliant. That scene in the, I won't give anything away, but that scene in the dance studio. Yeah, the dance scene is. Is un- unbelievable. And I think it's because it's there's no CGI. Those mm-hmm. raw materials really have so much more of an impact. Yeah, embrace. yeah. Because when I think your brain, I think that graphics have got to a point now that we don't need to talk about the quality of graphics. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember it's like, oh, the graphics <laughs> in that were brilliant. Do you see, the graphics in Jumanji, it's all the bloody lines. I'm going to bloody bite my bloody head off. <laughs> but now it's just like, it's a blanket. Like, yeah, graphics are good. Let's get on with it. Yeah. But I, I think that no matter how good they get in the back of your mind, you won't You won't connect to it. Um, you won't connect to it, no.
2: I hate CJ. I hate it. It's like
0: a great example is the difference between the original Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. he could have Tim Burton could have made those sweets like float in front of your face, but and the 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 sort of texture of them in mm. the original, I can still even though they you watch it the old one now and you're like, oh, that's a rubber ball. that's, yeah. a, that's a you're still like, it's still there. Bite it. Yeah, it's
2: there. They could touch it.
0: Whereas the sweets in the new one, you're like, it's just nothing. It's like, yeah, yeah you're looking at a hologram.
2: I think I don't. I often want to sort of like say to Hollywood, I don't think your CGI is as good as you think it is. Because right. I keep watching stuff going, well, it looks like it. I mean, it still looks like a computer, though, right? Yeah. And everyone's going, oh, it's amazing. And I was going, amazing watching computer things jump about.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: But like, where's. i am much rather a bad puppet Completely, that's there in yeah. the room. Because it's
0: commitment to the thing. Because no one's going, oh, that's not real. It's like, yeah, and we know it's not real. We're not supposed yeah. to think it's real. Although saying that, the Jungle Book was on TV over Christmas, Mm. and Mowgli sat on Baloo's tummy. I mean, the new Jungle Book. And my dad was like, What? Are they blooded? And he's seen it before. (laughs) What are (laughs) they brother? Why isn't it scratching him? Um... (laughs) <laughs> but I also what was on, something was on t- Pacific Rim was on TV the other day, yeah. and we flipped past it. And someone like, well, someone was like, "This is actually amazing." I mean, it's been kind of actually amazing. So we like stopped to watch a bit of it, and like there's huge monsters and contraptions mm. like jumping around and like huge. And I was like, "But then how the- is it that this is happening in front of us? We are watching gigantic monsters and like robots like destroying." a city and everyone's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, good, isn't it? it's like it's it's like if you'd shown that to someone and I mean it's the, like mm. I guess it's my dad's generation who like see stuff on a screen and they're like
1: what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> little Mowgli get off it's a yeah. bear. whole town
2: <laughs> the whole city is fucked <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's That's your answer.
0: *Hacks* is back for season three, and so is the official *Hacks* podcast. In each episode, *Hacks* creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadtsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. Yeah, sorry, I mean, these these are long answers, aren't they? No, it's great. So many anecdotes. Uh,
2: what is the film... I think this could be a lot of answers, given how sensitive you are. What's the film that made you cry the most? I'll try and limit this to a short one. It's you can have, no, have as long as you like.
0: Uh, I, I thought about this, and I think that the one that's probably made me shed the most tears in, across my life is Hook. Every time Hook no. is on, I can't... It's to th- I think it's just like... It. It's that thing of growing up... It's like the end of Toy Story 3. Mm. Anything to do with... Growing up, yeah, g- kills me. Uh, Hook is also to do with growing up because I loved it so much as a kid, and Robin Williams was mm. such a huge part of why I wanted to do. What, you know, he's like the first. He's probably the first like comedy presence that made me want to do <clears throat> what I do for a living. And yeah, it's just. I just think it's an um. It's just an assault on the senses. The, the color and like the the motifs and everything. It just ah, it's just palpable. Everything is so scary and beautiful and the performances are amazing. And Dustin Hoffman is just the best in it. There's something about like, like the bit where Hook's wig comes off. Yeah. It's so provocative for some reason. And it's probably because of me being a kid and that whole, the sequence where they imagine the food at the table and they have the food fight. It's that uh, Willy Wonka thing. It's like, you can taste it and, you still know, yeah. Just everything about it is is just wonderful, and I I audibly cry, I like scream cry when I watch it. Yeah, that's <laughs> just fair. comfortably sat watching TV, screaming. <laughs> Your dad go what?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't get why it's worth.
0: Why uh, is uh, Why is that fire flying?
2: <laughs> the uh, I have said this before, so maybe we'll have to cut it. But it depends if people don't listen to every episode. But I think the first. The setup of Hook is it's one of it's some of Spielberg's best work. The whole build-up, when they get to London, when they go to Maggie Smith's house, mine, stands by yeah. the bed. So you've become a pirate, Peter. I love that oh, shit. And I love, I think it's really beautiful and scary she and is. moving when they do the speech at the Great Ormond Street and, they're, and they're, all the old men stand up, all the old orphans stand up oh and go God. to kiss her. And then the window's suddenly open and all the snow comes in. Fuck! It's, it's so it's so like like fraught. The yeah. whole thing is like the tension
0: is just so constant because of like you thing... like they turn Peter Pan into this like tragic drama. Yeah, like the fact that the fact that she grew up to be yeah. Maggie Smith and she lost her youth is like, and not, you're like crying from the beginning. Just everything about it is like, oh, oh <laughs> fuck. yeah. But I think that you know. It's like being, any like crying, being scared. All those things, I think, are the are the makings for me of uh, uh, the best films. Like, whenever someone says to me, like... I remember... I, whenever I talk to someone about a film and they're like... I okay, go, oh, this is amazing. like, Shinder, this is amazing, isn't it? And I go, oh, God, no, it's shit. I'll be like, shit? I'll be like, yeah, it's so depressing and sad. I'm like, if it depressed you, then it was... Successful, wasn't it? Did it? His job. I w- when I went to see The Sixth Sense, I remember as a kid, this is the biggest impact a film to ever had on me. Yeah. I mean it, it's more to do with something else. Uh, when the twist is unveiled, yeah. uh, I turn around and throw up on my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Projectile. I was like, he's a what? <laughs> I had had weirdly. There was a promotion going on where they would give it. You could get three dime bars for the price of one, and I just scoffed them all. And a dime is a. You don't yeah. know how much how much sweetness there is in a dime. Mm. I just like it's crystal sweet. I ripped on her. And she just took it because she knew she got it. She was like, "Yeah, it's a big twist."
2: <laughs> None of it. Neither of us saw that coming. To yeah. be fair.
0: Yeah, I, I think.
2: Do you? Are you comfortable
0: crying in front of people? Oh yeah, I love it. Do yeah. you? Oh, uh, in front of because of films. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Who cares? Really? yeah, isn't it? I don't know. It's this sort of That's equivalent nice. problem to being ashamed of like not having a spicy curry in front of someone.
2: Do you yeah. know what I mean? See so this is like... what I mean. You're a, you're a brave. But you've told all these stories like oh, I'm a scared weakling. But you cry in front of people. You say I'm not watching that scary film. But are you scared you're one, in one of the toughest of guys I've ever met.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this why you go to the cinema on
2: your own all the time? Yeah. Because I, I I if I'm gonna have a cry, I don't want. People seeing. I
0: love. I I I love going to the cinema on my own, but not because of that. Just because I don't have to worry about uh, anyone else's opinion of it. Yeah, exactly. I bumped that. into Brett in the uh, in in <laughs> yeah. a, in the ArcLight in LA, and I was going to see Black Panther, and he was going to see whatever was on. I think. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, you should come see this with me." And he's like, "I mean, we get on, right?" Yeah. And he was like, "Nope, I'm going on my own." I was like, "Oh, but well, I'm all right." Yeah. <laughs> I said Wait, we're going about the same time. You, you want to see Black Panther? Oh yeah, definitely. I will definitely see that.
2: <laughs> Didn't we decide we'll see it half an hour apart and then meet up afterwards?
0: Yeah, we did. But yeah. I don't think that
2: happened. I, think you, I don't know what happened. I think we it. did. I, I saw it. Oh, I saw something else, and then we met afterwards. Oh yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, so it wasn't. A, it was like genuinely not to avoid you. It was I don't know. But there was, was a moment where I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna head in. <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna head in and see that then. I do like going on my own.
2: Yeah, but suddenly it's like, I've never understood it's not a social thing. I mean, Oh,
0: on. I completely agree. By the way, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I got why you wanted to see it on your own. Like, like I said, like I do it all the time for script stuff. And yeah. also, yeah, I, I like to go and see, like, three films in a day on my own. That's, like, yeah. my perfect day. Have just it. back to back. Don't need to worry about anyone else's schedule. Just, mm. just do it. Or I just, sometimes I'll be like someone will go, oh, I want to see that, and I'll just text them what my schedule is and be like, you can meet me for one of them if you want. Because um, I leave my phone at home. Do you? Yeah, when I when I do an all-day. Because that's the... that. But, I mean, I've heard you say it on this before. The best thing about being in the cinema is it's like, this is a time for me to have nothing to do with yeah. my phone. I mean, I'd love to have nothing to do with my phone ever, but I'm addicted in one way or another, which... Yeah. Oh, every res, every New Year's resolution for the last five years has been cut it in half with a pair of scissors, but I can't.
2: Um, I've started to think that what Twitter is is Twitter is the thing that gives us all mental health problems, which has resulted in everyone tweeting about mental health problems, and then all Twitter now is links to people who use Twitter writing articles about how the mental health is affected by Twitter. Right? Yeah. We all. It's just this self perpetuating machine of. Oh totally, yeah. I think my my. I mean, sort- I'm weeks away from writing my mental health. Tweet. <laughs> Right, yeah, I
0: mean, when I started out, I justified it by being like, "Yeah, but I'm only going to be ironic about it all the time," mm. and I still am. I think about it, but I'm like, it comes to a point where you're like, "Well, I am on it." Yeah, and the amount of times and I am depressed. Right, like, yeah, <laughs> there comes a time where I want to write a sort of every now and again. I want to write a earlier than now tweet, being like, "Oh, sort of like, oh yeah, this is great, isn't it? Everyone is saying things on Twitter. It's like, what are you doing?"
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's such an embarrassment. The whole thing.
2: It's really bad. What
0: even? What is it? I mean, trying to explain it to someone mm. like pre-internet or even pre-social media. I remember when it first came out. I was like, "How is this going? to... I don't get what it is. Mm. How is this going to catch on? Just saying things quickly. It's like <laughs> I can just what. To, the worst thing about it for me is that mm. it's. And this is relevant to films. I think. I think it's just completely abolished the idea of the magic of celebrity. I know that celebrity isn't, like, a wondrous thing, but I think it sort of was, in a way. Mm. When I was a kid, I remember being like, God, I wonder what Matthew Perry's up to right now. Yeah, now you know And now it's like, I always know what the people who are my heroes are up to, and more often than not, they're up to being on Twitter all the fucking time.
2: Yeah.
0: That's why I want to ease myself off. It's why I sort of, like, am a bit scared to do stuff with myself a lot of the time, because I'm like, I kind of, like... The idea of... I, I'm like, I pre- just practice what I preach, basically. It's like, if I'm going to be on TV, I like the idea of just being my characters.
2: Do you know why I changed... I used to be like this, and it's one of the reasons I thought, fuck it, and started doing a podcast and stuff, is because of Kevin Spacey. Because Kevin Spacey used to say a lot... I think to be the best actor, you should have no public profile. You shouldn't do interviews. You should be a mystery so that people can just see you as an actor. And then we found out, you had a good reason for saying that, Kevin. And it made me think, nah,
0: fuck it. Oh, for sure. But you were also a stand-up. So you've been being yourself as a performer for a long time. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with an actor doing it, just for my own personal preference. But then I really just I enjoyed stuff like this. Yeah. Like, it's lovely, you know. Just and I think I've always been obsessed with the idea of lists and and what are the best restaurants, what are your favourite yeah. restaurants, what are your favourite things.
2: This is, like, the dream, yeah. We all just need to collect our lists together and then we can go. Yeah. Uh, what is the film that most people don't like? It's critically not acclaimed. People don't like it. But you're like, fuck you all, this film is great. I just don't know if I have one. Okay. Oh, actually, do you know
0: what? Yeah. Talladega Nights. Okay. I don't know why it got any negative press. I think it's one of the funniest films ever made.
2: Uh... It's
0: like, it's a sprawling improv a thon, but it is like fucking funny. And so it's, it's a film where mm. Sacha Baron Cohen's like uh, acting yeah, that yeah. I think is really, really good. I think he's so good in it. And I think that Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are like on. Like uh, the height of their career,
2: I think it came. At, it was sort of at the point of like saturation in terms of like critical. I think it got negative press in terms of like that sort of thing had been popular for a bit, and then it was time for the backlash rather so, well, than we it get was back. Kind of thing, yeah. But, oh, another one of these. Yeah, like Step Brothers didn't do that well
0: critically, but is also so. Funny. Yeah, very. Funny. I mean, those films aren't like you know they're classic. I mean, he Will Ferrell released like however many films about. A, a guy in the public eye was at the top of his game, mm. and then fell fall from grace, and then picked back up again. And that's sort of fine because they were just platforms for his. Um, I think he's he's really good. So at it. funny, yeah. And him and John C. Riley had such a great have such a great thing going on. I uh, yeah. Maybe that's my answer. But it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's like I don't know when I started knowing about. I think we all, I think people who like films assume that everyone is aware of what the critical response to stuff is. Yeah. But it's so funny how not the case that is. Like, yeah. didn't Vin Diesel, like, make a huge bet that Fast and Furious 7 was going to win Oscar for Best Film? Did he really? Yeah, I read that. Like, I think people sort of, like, I've, I've got, I remember, if, I had a friend who was convinced that Taken was considered, like, one of the all-time classics, like, alongside Schindler's List and stuff. Like Shawshank Redemption, Taken. I remember I was once I was once on a why not I was once on a shoot and I heard a b- uh, some essays having a chat uh, and I was eavesdropping mm-hmm. and there was one who'd become like the alpha by essay I mean an extra as the, the modern day supporting art. supporting artist that what you're yeah. saying supporting art? yeah not like a, a Mexican friend my essay uh, <laughs> not your homework <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I heard them having a chat, and there was like an alpha among them being like, yeah. well, you know what's going to win the Oscar for Best Film this year, don't you? And they're like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. What? what is it? Well, what film this year has had suspense, action, crying, romance, comedy, graphics? It's Pompeii. I don't know if you remember Pompeii, but it was <laughs> critically voted the least <laughs> likely film to sort of. It like. Do more than one pound at the cinema. Okay. It was like the, I think it was like voted one of the worst films of all time. And this guy had seen it and been like
2: crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah love it. Wait, that right? Okay, it's a good list. To be fair, of what you want in an Oscar <laughs> film: tension, crying, drama.
0: I like the idea of yeah. Those are the genres. <laughs> You've got any, they... uh,
2: crime films?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's not a lot of people sort of know what are objectively. Seen it? Well, there, yeah. there is no objectively good film, I suppose. It's, I mean, I I try and divide it into just derivative and non derivative. I think derivative stuff you can say is objectively bad. It's like that is shit because it's been done to death, and it's right. this isn't a good example of being done. But I think with actors as well, like when people are like, their performance was fucking shit. I hate her. I hate him. <laughs> Like, they didn't t- do it on purpose. They didn't turn up and rub their hands together. they going, Yes, I'm
2: going to do this shit. <laughs> uh, like, everyone's just trying, you know. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, man. What's the film that you used to love? You used to love it so much, and you watched it recently, and you've gone, Oh, dear, that does not hold up for me. Mm. Uh, again, I don't think I have an official proper
0: one for this because. I think that the nostalgia that you have for films you watched a long time ago tends to stand up because you enjoy it, you enjoy mm. it for a different reason. I, I really used to love What Dreams May Come and Patch Adams. Yeah, um, not Patch Adams, but What Dreams May Come. That, that was my mum's favourite film, but I have a feeling if I watched it now, I'd be like, this is hokum.
2: What Dreams May Come was a really badly reviewed film at the time. And I think about that film a lot in terms of like, what a fucking wild... Right, so that vast. The film is and like yeah. beautiful and mad and dark, yeah. so dark. The story yeah. is: oh. a man, a woman, a man dies, and then the woman kills herself to be with him, and then she's in well, hell. Well, the woman and the kids die, don't they? Oh yeah, they all die, but then someone kills themselves, and then he's got to go to hell to get her back. She killed no, the, the
0: kids die, and then she kills herself, <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't want to live without them. And then he he dies,
2: yeah, and then he crosses heaven to yeah. get to hell to try and get her back because yes, she got to hell. if you kill yourself could... you go yeah. get to hell, yeah. And Cuba Gooding Jr. is an angel. Yeah, yeah. And there's like fields of yellow you can jump about in. And the, yeah, and the idea is heaven is hell. whatever you want it to be. Yeah.
0: I guess it probably was good. I just think I just think I loved it so much it was my mum's favourite film. Really? And I, and I think She was like, what?! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got less of a Greekness going on about her, but she, yeah. I, I think I loved it via her. I was like, oh, my mum thinks this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Patch Adams, I just loved Robin Williams in anything he did. But I think if I watched Patch Adams now, I'd be like, this is Schmaltz Town, Tennessee. Yeah,
2: I think I found Patch Adams uncomfortable. Yeah, there was something even, and I like I like a, I like a, like a soppy film, but I think there's something. Sort of a bit creepy about Pat It's a true story, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's sort of a bit creepy about the real Pat it's About a guy who
0: started his own hospital with, with low fees, but he'd be a sort of prankster in there. Yeah. Sort of like if Jimmy Savile started hospital.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think there's the Absolutely of that. not.
0: It's nothing like that. <laughs> but it's uh but yeah, he's uh I don't know, I love I loved it at the time.
2: Yeah.
0: I and yeah. I don't know, it was a family favourite for some reason. (laughs) Uh,
2: That's a good answer. Patrick Adam's worry would not hold up for you and perhaps you shouldn't watch it. I'll take that. Uh, My favourite question, what is the film that means the most to you? Not necessarily the film itself, film that might not even be that good, but because of the memory you associate with that film, might have been a first date you went to when you saw that film, might have been the day someone died, might have been a job you just got. Mm. What's the film you'll always go, that film means this to me? Uh, i think it, the the thing is th- this one i haven't i haven't actually seen that
0: many times and i think i probably haven't because of this but papillon yeah d- because i uh, my
2: steve,
0: dad steve and I, mcqueen yeah and, and Dustin i think it's because i really i i probably couldn't even tell you that much about it yeah but it's a rare film in my life that i sat with with my dad and we watched all of it together and we both went we i love that Hmm. Uh, because we you know he's a lot older and he's uh, as dads tend to be yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not the same age no he's he's he, you know he's nearly 80 it. now and uh, and he doesn't you know weirdly doesn't have the best grasp of English well he no he does he speaks fluent English but he's sort of he just has a very Greek sensibility and doesn't quite con- engage he doesn't know how to engage with something unless someone gets shot in the face in the first five minutes <laughs> basically, and uh, and for some reason we both just fell in, and it's just a sad thing so we can never, it's such a love, Like I love films so much and so does he. Like, he will just sit and watch telly all evening, every evening, but he will watch Shat. Just like, if it's the worst thing ever made, it's officially becomes his favourite film of all time. Like, he What's can't, What's his
2: favourite film? Oh,
0: God, I actually asked him this over Christmas and he just couldn't, just didn't give me an answer. He, uh, he used to love, he was mutiny on the bounty. I'm like, what? Like, right, that's him remembering. Yeah. I don't think film. that's like... He just watches FBI files, like, okay. back to back. Bloody... He shot him? Why? <laughs> but I tell you what, actually... I mean, for example... like, <laughs> So, over Christmas, every Christmas, yeah. we have, like, a... It's such a rigmarole finding a film. I mean, hence hence why I love to watch this Papillon memory so much. Yeah. Finding a film that we can all sit and watch and enjoy and get to the end of and be like that was brilliant. It's a um, it's a, an equation that doesn't bear thinking about. So me and Tash, my sister, yeah. uh, Natasha Dimitriou. so we'll put our heads together. Yeah, be like, what should it be? And this year we went. Tash came up with she was like Murder on the Orient Express. I'm like, oh my god, perfect. Yeah, Murder mystery. Everyone get on board that. Someone gets killed very yeah. quickly. Da-da-da. Oh, why? He's always as... He's always shocked. It's like he wants it to happen. There was a that
2: like, on the Orient yeah. Express.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, this is about to get very weird, the story I'm going to tell. Okay. So we put it on we're like, oh, he's got murder for dad, Judy Dench for mum. She loves her. We'll be like, oh, lovely. Yeah. And then uh, and then me and Tash, you know, we'll be like, fine, doesn't matter what we like. Ten minutes in, mum's asleep, Tash is on her phone. My dad looks so confused and I'm just not enjoying it because <laughs> for whatever reason... And I'm like, oh God, we didn't succeed. And I look over to him, and I'm like, Dad, like, I don't want to put him through it. And I'm yeah. just like, are you, are you not really enjoy it, are you?
2: Like, um, I don't really understand what the, what's happening. If I'm honest, they're on a the train, yeah.
0: I'm like, yeah, they're on a the train. Um, okay, so, oh, okay. Do you want to change the channel? He's like, please. So I, I like look around for the remote. I'm like, oh, fuck, I couldn't find the remote, and he's sort of stuck watching this thing. And I find it eventually and I change the channel mm. and uh, it. we changed to Steven Spielberg's BFG so the live action one and it's like scene where it's like magic like he's like in his cave mm-hmm. holding the little girl sucking a dream out of an arse or whatever happens in that film um, and uh, and my dad's face lights up like a little like ooh, ooh, ooh it's and colours? Uh, and he's sort of watching it like oh god and after about ten minutes I can see that the sort of light starts to fade I just like, like I just like yeah. to watch him watching films the light starts to fade. He's like oh, what? Oh. I'm like, you're right. He goes, if, if I'm honest, I'm completely lost. I'm like, well, what, what do you want to know? He's like, is he a suspect? <laughs> is who a suspect? The on the on the Orient Express? No, the 70 foot giant who has just blown a dream through a trumpet into a little girl's mouth or something while chewing on a cucumber made of worms, who, by the way, we just discovered has friends who are 800 foot tall, is not a suspect on the Orient Express, no. But I tell you what, if he was on the Orient Express, (laughs) I know where I'd be pointing. (laughs) No, he's not. So that is why I enjoyed Papillon so much, because he got it, and he knew what was going on, and it was just lovely. I mean, it's not the only one. There have been other ones, but they're a, a rocky road, like, I used to be obsessed with American History X as a kid, thought it was the best yeah, I mean. thing ever. And I remember showing that to him, and until the horrific mm. curved bit, he wasn't... As soon as someone does something horrific, he's like,
2: oh, fuck, oh!
0: It's a combination of, like, uh, he's incensed, but it gets him in. Right. It's like someone needs to punch him in the face <laughs> to watch it. I mean, when you watch stuff that I'm in, he's, he just, like, he'll, like, watch the wall instead. Yeah. Uh. He makes up stuff that happened in staff. Oh really? Like what? I'll be like, "What's your favorite?" But he'll like piss himself laughing.
2: <laughs> the bit where uh, he goes up to the
0: toilet and is saying this thing bloody stinks of shit. Right. You We can put That's it in series two. It.
2: Well, I mean, it would fit in. <laughs> like what? You're laughing at it as well. Sorry. Right. <laughs> what is the film that you found the sexiest? What's the sexiest film, Jamie? I actually don't
0: know the answer to that one. I
2: think that almost famous is a very sexy film, mm. as in
0: I, as in everyone sexy in it. Just the yeah. whole thing of that band being on tour. It's just the whole. I, I I remember being devastated that I wasn't one of those people in that film. Mm. I, annoyed that You're I wasn't serious. a sexy rock star in the seventies, and that weren't. I wasn't being dismissive to a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that's my hard answer okay i was just like i this is um i just think it's such a good film as well you
2: thought i wish i could sing tiny dancer on a bus with some other people yeah yeah
0: yeah oh yeah that uh, that scene is like you just want to you want to be there don't you do you you like that film
2: yeah we want to get on that bus yeah
0: i want to get on that bus i want to have you want to jump off a roof want to jump off a roof into a pool. I, I want to be. I want to. I wanted to be the journalist and be ingratiated into their gang accidentally and be able to. I just wanted. You wanted to lose your virginity to three groupies. No. No, I would have. I would have wanted something more stable than that. <laughs> 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 no. Like, no, that's that part I, I fast forwarded. Yeah. No. Right. Good man. The jeans <laughs> and all that stuff. That's that's what I wanted. I yeah. Didn't really... Yeah, I just—I was just like, this is a, a pure like. This is the essence of cool, and I want part of it,
2: mate. There's a sub-subcategories question that uh, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Uh, it's called troubling Bonus, worrying why don't? Right. It's a film that you found sexy or arousing, and perhaps thought maybe I shouldn't have. Might have been the Lion King trailer. <laughs> I don't think I. <laughs> this is. So... Did you come up with that? <laughs> it sort of came out in Nat, Nat Metcalf when Nat Metcalf was right because he had two answers and one of them was traveling. Right, a troubling boner, and then I stuck with it. And sometimes it. Does I well. think you
0: latched onto it because I think you exclusively have troubling boners. <laughs>
2: Every boner is troubling. To uh, yeah, me. I
0: don't think that. I don't think that you're. <laughs> I've
2: never had a non-troubling boner. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. But I, I think, although I think there is something in the idea of there being no non-troubling boners. Yeah. So I think if I'm honest, yeah, like as a teenager, films like Mean Girls mm-hmm. and. When me girls, I was probably too old. I was what, what, like fifteen or something. And then like American Pie and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They did have a profound effect on me. Like you're like laughing, but you're like, oh my god, she's she's naked. I think that is troubling because it's like it's so. I don't know. It just it gives you such a warped idea of the world. Yeah. I don't know. The idea of like. I don't know that. Just that whole culture of boys being like
2: cheekily watching this girl
0: stripping on a camera and being like, "Yeah, this is cool." It's
2: like horrible. It's so weird that sequence. Now, in hindsight, the sequence of them filming. Yeah, I just think it it's is really I think, dark.
0: It, I think it's troubling retrospectively. I wasn't yeah.
2: troubled at the time, so
0: I was just like, "Check out this roller coaster. I'm loving it. Life, <laughs> teenage years." But yeah, looking back, I'm like, "Oh God, hmm. what was my understanding of?" Anything, yeah. You know, I don't know. Although you know, with all my sort of sensitiveness, mm. sensitivity, there is a word for it. Yeah. Uh, I probably was quite like
2: this, is, this. Isn't okay. Yeah. Poor girl. And you've never fucked a pay. And that's a fact.
0: I have never. Or a peach. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: what is the film that you? Okay, it's a tricky one. What's the film you most relate to? Well, uh, I haven't
0: actually seen it because I related to it so much that I couldn't get through it. And now I'm going to start this by saying I think that what I'm about to say is very cringe and wanky because I think if anyone else said... Like when people do say, like, it was so affecting that I just, like, couldn't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. couldn't." It's like someone trying to give themselves an affectation and make themselves interesting. Really not the case. I watched Adaptation... Ah, oh, love it! As I, wa- I, well, I, I had seen it. I watched it as a teenager. Yeah. And I didn't get it. I was like thirteen or fourteen or whatever, right. and I was like, right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then I remember being like, I, I got really into Kaufman. I mean, I'll get onto this, but Sinexky New York's best film ever made, in my
2: opinion. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Absolutely uh, right. Yeah, but uh, so I, I like I watched that, and I was like, right, I've got to rewatch all of Kaufman, and then I. I bought that and I put it on and I watched the first 10 minutes mm. and where he's having his internal dialogue. And yeah. I related to it so much that I I freaked out and, I, I, but not related to it. Like, oh my God, they're thinking my thoughts. I was just like, it's really uncomfortable to hear the things that make me anxious out loud and remind me of them. I was like, it, it, I found it horrific.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was like, off oh. I just, I was like, why put myself through this? It wasn't I, like I like I'm going to be very clear about this. It wasn't like a like a oh my god no, kind of I thing. It was really it. just like ah shut up, shut up, shut up. No 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 no. I'm not having that. No way, no <laughs> way. Why would it? No. It's like
2: you know I don't want to hear them out loud in yeah. my head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... It's it's a very a great adaptation. I totally get that. But it's also I think it's so there is a thing. The reason you're uncomfortable with it is because he's doing the brave version of this is what it's like to be right. Like, I think the sort of funniest thing, and I even hate to even say this myself, like I understand it, but he sits down to write and he has a wank. <laughs> and then right. he goes back to write and then he has a wank. And it's like, that is brave to say that that is your writing
0: process. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> the only thing that doesn't happen in the writing process is writing. <laughs> yeah. I've done everything in the world during yeah. the writing process. <laughs> I, like, bought a country. Yeah, got married, divorced. Yeah, you, like, you will do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, like, colour coordinating my shirts in the cupboards. I mean, that's not even the maddest thing. Yeah, anyway. I I remember those things from when I saw it as a teenager. But, yeah, I've never watched it. Because I kind of feel like you reset at, like, 18. And so you could watch all Mm -hmm. the films you've watched before you're 18 and it would be a new experience because... I mean, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire over Christmas, which, by the way, holds up holds up so well. Really, I mean, it's incredible. Um, I mean, there's, I imag- there are some troubling things, like yeah. as far as like, God, this guy's dressed as a chica, right? That's crazy, kind of thing. Like, why would anyone do that? As you know, but I just think as a sort of classic family mm. thing is it's structurally and comedically brilliant. Um, but I understood like seventy jokes that I didn't.
2: Before, right, interesting. Because I watched it when I was so young. Uh, what is okay? So I think we're about to get to it, right? What is objectively the greatest film ever made? Right. Not necessarily favorite. What's the greatest? Now, it's
0: difficult to separate your favorite and the greatest.
2: Some people find it is. Some people find it isn't. What I, I sort of mean by this is, for example, you mentioned like Schindler's List. Some people yeah. might say Schindler's List is the greatest film but I'd be surprised if it was your favourite. Right. Because you're not going, let's put us the list Of course, again. of course, yeah. I think that my, my favourite is definitely City* New York. That is like... Right, so you've answered the, that question. Your favourite is City* New York, which I fucking love.
0: Yeah, I've, I've watched it maybe 40 times. Yeah. I just, I can't... Because, you know, people are like, oh, it's very layered about films. It's literally layered in the sense that there are things, like, going on in the corner of the screen yeah. that, are, are hot, that add a whole... Not, like, thematic... Lit, like narrative, yeah. like stuff going on that like adds to the narrative. Like the like the guy
2: you, you work out that the guy's been watching him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been studying him, and that um, the and first it. scene is three months. You know that that the opening breakfast scene takes place over three months. I didn't know that. Do you know that? If you watch, right, watch it forty-one times. The beginning scene of him getting up and getting ready for work, and then what do you think? If you like, pay attention to what's happening on the news on the telly. Yeah, is it? St- time is passing oh my god yeah well there you go sick. Yeah. but that i i know you're not fit i didn't I, did, I mean i think i read that
0: and then watched it, it was like oh fuck <laughs> but it's just unbelievable i just i just think that everything about it the way it, it's the perfect depiction of anxiety yeah it's it's like i don't know how he did it just it's so big but i, I went to a talk with him yeah, uh, uh, a nom- not. We didn't go together to watch a talk. <laughs> Charlie Kaufman. I, w- I went to see him talk after uh, a Q and A after Anomalisa. Yeah, and it, people were asking about it. Uh, maybe I saw this uh, thing on YouTube. Anyway, I, I saw him in a Q and A um, talk about it, and he's so. He, I think he's very proud of it. It's his only film that he directed yes. and wrote. But he said that he, he feels like he's sort of fucked the independent film industry with it because it was a rare... Because he'd become a rare sort of household name, uh, subversive, independent filmmaker. Mm. And finances were like, let's ex- as an experiment, let's fund the shit out of this Charlie Kaufman film and see how it does with the box office. Because, you know, with Eternal Sunshine and all that stuff, yeah. you know, he's starting to become a... Re- he's a reason why people will go and see the film, which is so rare with a writer or a yeah. director in the grand scheme of things, but he, uh, and it came out, and it was the masterpiece that it should have been, but I think, like, no one went to see it. Yeah. I mean, for a start, it was called Synecdoche New York. The
2: title was a mistake, and the length, it's off-putting that it's three hours or something. Oh, my God,
0: but imagine if it was shorter. It is just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, per- I'm so intimidated and in awe of it.
2: And also, there's something about it, I was talking with someone, there other like, you know this about you must know this, because you're obsessed with it, that it started from I don't know who the producer was, but some producer wanted to do like a horror right, yeah, it, yeah, and they yeah. went to him and said, "What would you do with a horror film?" And that's what he yeah. wrote. Yeah, He's, he there's wrote a little a... passage
0: about that in this in the there's there's a book the the script book of it. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's, but it makes complete sense. Yeah, and it's fear of death and illness and completely
0: and lo- and being lonely yeah. and just like and again, it, such a huge influence for me. Like it's that yeah. my thing is like a pert is like a cross between that and, like, a a horror film. But that, because I made that short. Yeah. Not sort of boring talking about my own stuff, but just, like, like how much of an effect it had. Like, they, and it's funny, that it came, uh, it was Sky Horror Shorts, that's why I made that thing. And my understanding of what a horror thing is, is something that just makes you feel sick with how, like, horrible a crisis the person is going through. (laughs)
2: Like, it's, yeah. It's, and the thing that's so, actually, like... That sounds so right. No, right. no, it's what you were all here for, is the... the <laughs> to wank. Yeah. I'd say, coming here just wank yeah. on the cypher, please. Is that he... His whole... The whole film, he's obsessed with, I'm ill, I'm dying, I'm ill, I'm dying, I must have cancer, I must have this, mm. I must have this. And, in fact, he outlives everyone yeah, in yeah. the whole film. Every single person that he cares about, he is older than them, and they all die. And he was never ill. He actually was incredibly... Well, but he could never, the whole film is this, it's this attempt to live in the moment and be present and be happy and be, Yeah. God, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So I
0: think, I don't know, I sort of didn't want to give that as my answer because I think it's, it feels pretentious to say, and I think film. because of the title, I think that there's contenders, like I think City of God and Shawshank uh, Redemption yeah. are two of the best, like when I think of like the perfect like Hollywood film, The Shawshank Redemption, yeah. When I think of like the best story told, like when again you think of like vastness and yeah. like a world, I think that City of God is like yeah a phenomenal bit of work. It's just ridiculous mm. how much time it covers and how many great characters there are in it, and yeah. the the way the narrative is so fractured but hangs together like nothing else. It's amazing. Yeah, that was my one I carried around with me as a teenager to be like fucking watch this mate this is fucking cool which makes me cool because I'm because I'm holding yeah. it although you still like, used to like I was used I think the people people always align themselves with stuff like that especially yeah. as a teenager it's like when you like a band it's like you never guess who I like The Strokes <laughs> therefore you said it everyone together he's cool he technically made that music because he likes it
2: yeah Yeah. I saw Reservoir Dogs you seen it That's, that was me at school <laughs> You just, that, uh, mid-
0: that sentence, I saw Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> uh, at midnight. Sorry, at midnight. <laughs> that was your answer to when they called your name in the register. Hey, <laughs> okay, David. Yeah. Peter. Yeah.
2: Brett. I saw Reservoir Dogs at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what else? So, that's a really good answer. I'm so happy with it because I fucking love that film and I've watched it a lot. And it isn't, it's not easy, but I think what probably why it might be definitely a contender for greatest. You're right. There's fucking so much in it. You could watch it hundred yeah. times, and there's more and more and oh, and
0: performances as well. Yeah, and Diane Beast. Yeah. Lord. yeah. Oof. I mean, I mean Samantha Morton as well. Yeah. Just. Yeah. And I always love seeing. I always love seeing a British person in a...
2: Yeah. yeah. Something that cool. And there's a wonderful running sort of weird joke that they go looking for apartments and the estate agent, oh, the agent the shows, shows around the house that's on fire. It's always on fire. And, and she fire. goes, so, yeah. Do you have any questions? Yes, I'm slightly worried about the fire. I'm so I'm slightly <laughs> worried I might die in the fire. Yeah.
0: There's that bit that's so funny in uh they're in therapy, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Catherine Thingy. Mm. She's like, I want you to be completely honest with him. And she's oh, like, God, yeah. and she's like, I just can't stop thinking about, uh, like, I Sometimes she says something like, I, you know, I just find myself really frequently fantasising about you dying. Yeah. And the therapist is like, and how does that make you feel? And he's like, yeah, so bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, and there's a line so in it, bad. and I forget that that's where it's from that I think about, or maybe every day, and I always worry uh, that this is what relationships are, that there's a scene quite early on, where he and his wife are sort of having a chat and he says, like, do you not love me anymore? or Something like that. And she says, you know, it's not your fault. Everyone's disappointing once you get to know them. Oh, yeah. Everyone's disappointing once you get to know them. Oh. And how true, though. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's so
0: true. you always think about that? Like, I was talking to someone about that. Someone was, I was out with someone yesterday who was saying that about, like, historical figures. You could yeah. deconstruct, like, every hero probably... Yeah was doing something a bit dodgy.
2: Mm.
0: Apart, I I don't do anything. Yeah, apart from you. I don't do anything. I actually do nothing to avoid doing anything bad. Don't
2: like to be negative on this. What's the worst film ever made?
0: I don't think, uh, with this answer, I will just spring to the first thing that springs to mind. And i also, I won't say my honest answer for it. I'll say uh, my worst experience of watching a film. Okay. When I was in Cyprus... I went, I went on holiday to Cyprus with my sister. Yeah. And my dad harmed me off on a cousin of mine uh, one evening. He's like,
2: go out with,
0: go out with. I won't say his name. Go out with. <laughs> and uh, the one cinema in Cyprus. When my friends, when people ask me from Cyprus, oh, where did your, my dad used to live there. And they go, where does your dad live? In Cyprus. I go, near the cinema. <laughs> in the whole of Cyprus. Great. Right. Anyway, so my dad was like,
2: go out with me uh,
0: this evening. He'd love to take you out. It's, it's an odd guy, this guy. And uh, we're in the car and the way there, he goes, uh, what do you want to see then? And we're like, oh, God, uh, I don't know if, uh, what what's on. And he goes, what do you want to see? Have you seen three? Three? There's a film called Three. He's like, yeah, or 6 I'm like, what? A cinema? Are we, are we going to, like, a, a cubist cinema? <laughs> don't even know what I mean by that. Um, uh, I'm like, uh, okay. I don't know. And then we got to the cinema, mm-hmm. and on the posters, they are just massive numbers over the films. Wow! And there's and we overheard like loads of green people. Apparently, we like, three is very good. <laughs> have, you, have you seen one? <laughs> and uh, and there are all these things. I like, like. I remember it was like my super ex girlfriend and okay. Pirates of the Caribbean two or something. And uh, we went on to the thing, and my cousins before we'd even had a chance. He's at the till going four, three things for four, please. Which was the Lake House. Oh wow. Keanu Reeves and, Keanu Reeves and Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullet. and it's about a, a time travel. Two people who live in the house about a hundred years apart or something, yeah. and they find that they can send each other love letters. Yeah. And it was so boring and shit, <laughs> just like nothing. Like, I just something I would never even... You know, there are certain shops that, you, that are near your house that you pass for 15 years and mm. you just would never even know they exist unless someone was like, look at that now. Yeah. Like, it's just a film that I would never even... knew It would have just come and gone and I would never have known, but somehow I was sat in there watching it and uh, my cousin mm. <laughs> left after 20 minutes to go, I'm just going to get a little coffee, does I want a coffee? I'm like, you're going go for a coffee? I know there's not a coffee shop in the cinema, so you're going to have to go to the shop.
2: During number four?
0: Yeah. So he goes for coffee, Mm -hmm. doesn't come back for an hour and ten minutes, and then he comes back, and I'd, like, been trying to make myself go to sleep because I was so bored. And he comes back and he goes, what did I think? And I'm like, it's the worst film I've ever seen. He goes, really? I think it's quite good. (laughs) And then when he dropped us off, he didn't drop us off at our house, he dropped us off on the motorway, just opened the door and went, okay, now. We're like, what? And then he went,
2: hey, do you do like fish?
0: And I went, uh, not really, no. And he drove away.
2: And we never saw him again. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Just crashed his car into a wall. Do
0: you do like fish? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is the film that you could you could or have watched the most over and over again?
0: The film I have watched over and over again is probably something like Speed when I was a kid, just <laughs> chaining it. But the, I, I, I don't think I could do that over and over again now. Uh, Inglorious Bastards oh, really? springs to mind. I just think Tarantino is ex- I, I know that, that he's got some, there's some questionable stuff floating around about him. Yeah. But I just I think that he is a, a stamp of quality to me. If, yeah. I, if he's got. I just love everything he's ever made so much. Mm-hmm. And I think Inglorious Bastards is the height of that. I just think that if a film has quality dialogue mm-hmm. the whole way through which is what defines his films i think more so than the blood and stuff i think yeah. that it's just his very unique thing that no one else does and it's like it you people could try and imitate it but it will never be dampened because you can't imitate it because it just it's just him mm-hmm. that does it um but yeah glorious bastards to me it's just yeah yeah point of making is good dialogue i think doesn't get old i think if the film is reliant on plot being shocking throughout, you can get bored because when you watch it again, it's yeah. like, well, you're not shocked by it anymore. But if the dialogue holds up the whole way through, like, and his, oh uh, yeah, he's very masterful with that. I just think that also a, a unique take on war is welcome. Yeah. I, I, I know it's, it's sad, it's crap. And I always worry about the, the morality of benefiting off of that stuff. But I guess the whole redemption Aspect of it is quite refreshing and questionable. And yeah, then, how, yeah, it's all,
2: you, question- yeah. It's all questionable, but it's really, it's. I mean, in a way, in the end, I think I don't know if, how I feel about the end. In the, I guess it's kind of silly, but it's also as a film, it's really satisfying to see Hitler get killed. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> like, it's a really like yeah. Yeah! yeah, and maybe that's very bad. I don't know the sort of ethics of doing that, but. I would be lying if I didn't find it a really exciting... Yeah, I think
0: in my heart, if I'm completely honest, I'm like, well, why not have an example of that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've got enough other... Right, it's like, it's galvanising.
2: And in a way, it worked as a twist, because you are watching the film going, well, I mean, Hitler's going to go away, and He (laughs) He doesn't, Mm. and it's a real twist. You go, oh, I wasn't expecting that, because of the whole what happened in real life thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I think that it's, yeah, I, but then that, but what that does is it, it, it stamp, it like solidifies it as like, okay, this is complete fiction. Yeah. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like, we're just, you know, I, I, yeah, I think that's, that's, but then there's all, you know, there are so many, there are so many that have that, the repeat watch quality about them. And I don't mm. know what it is that makes a film that I think the dialogue, maybe we really good hunting's one. I just can't get enough of, I love that film. Uh, I think I just find Matt Damon very satisfying in it just as a man. <laughs> I just like looking at him in it.
2: What a satisfying fellow.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Goodfellas is one. It's an next New York I've watched a billion times. Yeah. Mm,
2: great. What is, you know, you're in comedy. You're very funny. You make funny stuff. Thanks, man. What's the funniest film? What's the film that made you laugh the most? I just think it's so rare that that ever
0: happens. Yeah. I just don't l- love many comedy films. I think that the most I've laughed at mm. a film is We Came Together.
2: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I don't think it's like... But that... I think it sits in a completely different... It's almost not a film because it's such a parody. Yeah. Like, it's like the sort of... The, it's it's sort of an equivalent to, like, Scary Movie or something. <laughs> as far as, like... <laughs> it's s- like highbrow scary movie. It's it? like a highbrow scary movie, exactly. Yeah. So I don't... That, to me, it, it's like... It feels like it's... Only just a film. It's basically just a long sketch. Yeah. But I think it's also because I smoked weed the night that I watched it, and I hadn't done for like two years, and I I just had the best time. And I I don't necessarily always piss myself laughing. I don't mm. remember always finding films really funny when that was the case. But I was like, at the time, I felt like it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life, in that memory I haven't seen it since. Um. So that, and I think Superbad is pretty amazing yeah I don't know if it has repeat mm. value, but I think it stands up. I just think Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill's chemistry is yeah. lovely, and there's so at the time, I think it was such a unique voice that I think has been done enough now that you're like, "Oh well, I get it.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I have the answer to that. I think we came together Sta as a great answer.
0: Yeah, That's I mean, I think, I, think, I, think oh, I love, like, there are so many comedy films that I love, but I don't find that funny. Like, all of Michael Winterbottom and and, yeah. and Steve Coogan stuff, I think, is incredible. 24-Hour Party People is perfect. Mm. I love A Cock and Ball Story. Yeah. Anchorman, I think, is genius. Talladega Night, Step Brothers. All great stuff, but I don't know.
2: I don't like, I don't know what it is, but I don't chuckle my head off. That's okay. I mm. appreciate your honesty. You're in comedy. You're miserable. <laughs> You've been a wonderful guest. Thanks, Brett. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Now, when you popped outside to check on that hullabaloo that was caused by a tweet, uh, and everyone was whacking around. Oh, don't remind me. There was all that hubbub. Killed me. And you got nicked on the the head. When you got nicked on the head and you fell to the floor, they just, no one even noticed, they carried on whacking around and your body got sliced into hundreds of bits and splattered all over the street, right? But no one, it was like, it looked like, you know, that tomato throwing thing that they do in Spain. And no one even noticed your body was splat, splat, splat. And when finally, what? the person who sent that original tweet did a, a video apology where they said, I'm so sorry I did that tweet. Because they,
0: they found out what
2: happened to me. They, what, no, no one knew you were dead yet. Right. They just said, I'm sorry I did that tweet. I'm sorry, of course, yeah. that's your hubbub. I don't mean what I said. I appreciate oh, that I, I've offended everyone. And I now understand my actions have consequences and words hurt people. And I'm so yeah. sorry. And then there was a few more essays, some saying that apology wasn't enough, some saying that apology wasn't good. Okay. Mm. About a couple of weeks passed and then something else happened and everyone forgot about it. Whoa. When everyone finally calmed down about that and moved on to the next thing, they looked out in the street and your body was fucking, not only splattered, but it already started rotting. Are you joking? Yeah, it was awful. It was quite bad. Because I, I, I was like, where's Jamie? We haven't seen him in a while. Right, yeah. And we knocked on your door and your flatmate was watching Phantom Fred again. And he said, oh, oh, he yeah. said, I put Phantom Fred on because I thought it would like draw him no, back, back in. Back, yeah. But he's not come back. And then I was like, do you see yeah. that bit on, like, the doorstop? It's got his eyebrow. Because I've got my... It looks like one of my eyebrows, but I've yes. got both of mine on. So it wasn't one of yours. So I knew it was yours. And then we found bits of you all over. Anyway. Right. We've, we basically, all of us, scrape up bits of you from all over the street. And there's right. some people who found it in their hair from the hubbub and stuff like that. So there's shit everywhere, I'll be How honest you. How are you riffing all this? It's not just... <laughs> it's not just you. Masterclass. It's bits of, like, pebble yeah. bits of... <laughs> Some of it went in the bin. There's a bit of dog shit. I'm sorry, but you know they you were sent attached us up to, to the it. fridge. <laughs> and they, anyway, we scraped it all yeah. together: bits of you, bits of dog shit, bits of hedge, some post, right. all sorts, some mulch, mm. uh, leaves because it was autumn. Anyway, we managed to pack you into the coffin. But unfortunately, because of all the extra stuff that was stuck, I've left to your you, flat by the way. <laughs> the extra stuff that was stuck to you—it's absolutely ramo. It's Ramo in the coffin. There's no, <laughs> there's no room in there. Mate, like, let me go to heaven. There's please. only room in there for one DVD. Right, I'm oh, oh gonna I slip see. it in the side and take it with you. And on the other side, there's movie night every night. And one night, it's your movie night. What film are you going to take to show everyone?
0: Um, okay. I was going to say this is England because I love it so much, and I, it's a big influencer style-wise mm-hmm. for the stuff I like to try and make. Yeah, uh, but a bit bleak. Yeah, a bit. For different. heaven. So I thought, what is is a toss-up weirdly, and they're both docs, because I think that documentaries are the more are more uplifting because they actually mean something. And it's between Yeah. Do you know what I was gonna say nothing like a dame, but not that, because that's about life,
1: yeah. not about
0: death. Uh that doesn't mean anything. Uh for <laughs> his next goal wins. Have you seen that? Uh it's a documentary about the worst international football team in the world. Oh,
2: Oh, next goal wins! I thought you said next girl wins. No, 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 no yes, no. yes, next girl wins. Next yes.
0: goal wins, yeah. That that I I watched and then I watched again and I watched again. I watched it three times in a row. It was just so euphoric and lovely uh. and funny and charming and brilliant. And I think that it's not necessarily something that everyone's watched.
2: You're the first person to take a documentary. What a guy! Well, I'm not.
0: If, I, you know, I like a doc, but I'm not. I I think that that is what everyone's going to be wanting in heaven because it's in line with this, the heavenly
2: qualities. It's a great answer. And I think, in a way, they're relieved you didn't take a film about anxiety and death that you've watched seven Oh, yeah. So,
0: next year, New York is <laughs> being left on Earth for everyone
2: to treasure. Yeah. Because you now got to have and be like, oh, I didn't need that. I didn't need all that anxiety. Mm. But Nothing Like a Dame is very good. That's the actors. It's the, the thing about the, the Judy, Judy Genshin, and
0: yeah. Yeah, Maggie Smith and everyone. Roger Michel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's brilliant.
2: Lovely. Absolutely yeah. um, Well, Jeremy Dimitri, you.
0: <laughs> what, did you struggle with my surname there?
2: Christ. Jamie Dimitri. I've known you for a
0: few years. Jamie mate. Dimitri. People get through a syllable of my name a year.
2: <laughs> ja- Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Dimitri. Uh, yeah. What an absolute joy you've been. Thanks, Thank you man. so much. Likewise. I think you'll find from the feedback you get from this that you should be yourself more often. It's not so bad. Um, Thanks, it's a shame you died on the day you found that out. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for coming. Enjoy yourself in heaven. Is there anything you need to plug or say before you go? Plug. Oh, I'm going to the pub in a bit. Because he's going to the pub, so if anyone wants to... I'm actually not. He really isn't. He's going yeah. home to watch and Fred again. Yes, please. Uh, thank you for being here, and good day to you. Cheers. Goodbye. So that was episode 57. Don't forget to get tickets for the live show tonight with Roisin Conaty. That's the 15th of August at the BFI website. Join the Patreon for the extra content with Jamie at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein. And if you do enjoy this show, please subscribe and give it five stars and a nice review. Tell me a film that meant the most to you in that review and I'll read it and feel all warm inside. And apparently it helps our numbers and it means more people get to hear it. I can keep making it, etc., etc., until we all die the internet explodes. Thank you so much to Jamie for doing it. Remember to watch his show, Staff Let's Flats, on Monday at 10pm on Channel 4. Thanks to Scroobius Pip, the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to Acas for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics. Lisa Lydon for the artwork. Come join me next week, where I have another amazing special guest. Who's it going to be? Keep your eyes out. I'll let you know soon. In the meantime, have a lovely week. And please, be excellent to each other.